0: Start and end your day with the good news. The good news with Angie Austin. Find the podcast of past shows at AngieAustinRadio.com. Now, here's Angie Austin and friends with the good news.
1: Welcome to the Good News. So excited to have Angie Austin and friends. I have my friend Michelle Ron here, former uh, Miss Senior America, 2004 Senior America, a teacher, speaker, and also inspirational Eve, who's lost 150 pounds. And you ladies will be back tomorrow uh, because Dr. Joe will be on with us as well. So great. that'll be fun. Great, great. And tomorrow, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, your health journey, Michelle, after your heart attack, and mm-hmm. almost 20 years now of health, and uh, your weight loss journey of the 150 pounds. And mm. then Dr. Joe has got a free event coming up um, as well uh, that'll help people with their health and energy and weight loss. And then I want to mention, um, Producer Moose did a really neat interview with his sister and Dr. Joe for me last week when my daughter was sick. Mm. And so that's coming up in the second oh, segment. So he'll great. say, I'm not here, but I'm really here. But that day, my daughter was sick so I said hey why don't you do an interview with Dr. Joe so that's coming up and uh, they're going to talk about the success that uh, they've had with their health and working with him. Wonderful. Very cool. Our, yeah, he's wonderful. Yeah he is. Yeah you've gotten a lot out of. Um, I
2: have yeah and I didn't expect it. I mean you know we we it's we feel like oh I know that already I've done that but then there's always just minor little things even if you already know it it's like when you actually start implementing it in a different light. How yeah When well, your so fiance is
1: losing weight now. Yes too. He went oh and he's just Dr. so Joe's
2: recharged free. yeah just from the information. You know, and just, just hearing a different perspective. It's so easy to hear me, Inspirational Eve at home. <laughs> Living with Inspirational Eve is fun, but I'm sure it can get obnoxious because I'm always talking about healthy things. And I think coming from a man and that it was it was done in such a humorous way that it was very relatable. Mm-hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, go to that event. Listen yeah, in uh, tomorrow. Time, and I think 13.
3: your comment about that it's it's new, It's new. not new information that we already know it. And mm-hmm. I think that's so true of all of us. I mm-hmm. teach discipline to schools. And, and basically what I go into parents in parenting classes, and my comment is, I am not teaching you anything new. Anything new. I am teaching you, say what you mean, mean what you say, follow yes. through with a good or bad consequence and do it consistently. There's nothing new about that, but we need to be reminded yes. on the easy All stuff. Because we that just kind of goes out the window because we think, oh, we're supposed to have this book or that book or this guru or that guru, mm-hmm. and actually it's something we can do, and somebody does need to tell us that.
1: Yeah, and I just think a little reminder, every time I go to one of Dr. Joe's Free events, which I, I appreciate that he does that because this is such a passion for getting us healthy. Um, I get recharged. Mm-hmm. I learn something new. I I, I get reinvigorated, too. rejuvenated. Yeah, and I add mm-hmm. maybe another good habit, like I don't drink soda anymore. I rarely eat sugar now. I don't use artificial sweeteners anymore. I try to use healthy oils. I don't eat a lot of bread. Like gradually, I have yeah, it's a process. A lot of his stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm not obsessive. Like if I'm if there's a sandwich on the menu and um, it's a nice whole grain bread, like I'll have a little bread. You know, I'm not like, I'll never eat bread again. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not really how he, he teaches us we can have vacation days. Yeah. And we're not talking about weight loss per se. Um, I'm just talking about general health. I'm not necessarily trying to lose any yeah. weight. I'm just trying to be at a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. And whether that's five or 10 pounds less than I'm now, it might be, but I'm not weighing much anymore. So I don't know. I'm just trying to be healthy. And maintaining your vitality. I mean, that's the point of it I all. I that
2: word vitality. You know, you want to feel thriving. You know, and look at think... Michelle. And her oh my hours. gosh. I know. That's literally, I... you are an inspiration. No, Oh, I know. I want to You're be like her. that, See it, Sweetheart. feel it, be it. You she are... does 5Ks You know, in <laughs>
1: her 70s. I mean, I, that's
2: I walk.
3: I'm not a runner. That's okay. You're still out there. I. That's what I hope. Walking, to be moving to forward. End. There's How, the biggest thing. Yes.
1: How often do you walk a day? I've got an aunt intermediate. You know, she I, does at least
3: I was, three miles. Uh, I, yeah, I try to do between three and four. And um, I'm... I'm more consistent now than I used to be, so, so I wear just wear a
1: Fitbit or anything like
3: that, no, or a pedometer. No, I don't know how to run those things. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you
1: just go don't, out. Don't. So you just go out and map out a walk. And I'm
3: not good at walking inside. I have to. Be me outside. neither. I'd yeah, rather walk in the rain, way. the snow, everything. Mm-hmm. I'd rather oh, be outside.
1: I can do five miles indoor on a track, and really? I just get going and praying, oh, I the do. No, and reciting no, I'm, scripture. I'm,
3: and yeah, and I do. That is the time that I memorize scripture. I have a little tiny flashcard thingamajig that I take with me, and it's a wonderful time to chat with God and to to work on his word. It's a
1: fabulous
2: time. Your God walks, walks. I remember you talking Mm -hmm. about that. Absolutely connect. Yeah, it's fun. Get out of the hectic and
1: connect. The little note card, is it something that's laminated or you do
3: it? uh, No, you can do all kinds of ways. I just have one of those flip cards, got it at Target, and it's just about this big, yay big, and uh, it's not even as big as a recipe card, but they're flip. You know, they're all fastened Mm -hmm. together. And you write them on yourself? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I've oh. written it, written them down, and I've got it front and back. And you So I try them. to mem- I'm a very slow memorizer. Me so too. I really am. And so I, it takes me oh, a good week to at least do two or three to where I can pull them up. And really? when I wake up in the morning, that's what I want to start with.
1: Oh, I love that's that. That's beautiful. Oh, I, isn't that, Eve? Mm-hmm. I like that. a good way. See, I knew you'd like it's my Michelle It's a good Michelle time to Ron. chat with God. <laughs> good I knew, time. I knew you guys would be a good match. So funny yeah. because I just had this gut feeling when uh, our friend Beth moved to Raleigh. Yeah. Moranville, who I still, you know, do I segments know. with, and we still work for the same company, radio company. I thought, well, when Beth moved, um, who can we put in her spot? And I just thought, Eve would be such a great mix because now we have the generations. We've got mm, like even her twenties, me in forties, you in the seventies, and it's like I don't know. I like the three generations.
3: Oh, it's very it's important to perspective. Keep the generations. yes, so much. And and that's where, and I, I just. Um, don't ever surround, in my opinion, don't ever surround yourself with just your age. Correct. I mean, you've, you've got to stay in the realm of the world, and you've got to stay with what, what God has you in mind, and he brings people in your life, and, and never look at the age. Just go for no, it. No, it's yeah. just a number. It, it really is. is. It's, it's yeah. all
2: a mindset. I, um, I do crafting. One of the mm-hmm. ways that I kind of oh, connect crafting. with God is I love to craft, and that's really what got me through the initial first months of losing the weight was I had mm. to change my focus to something that was bigger than myself, so I started like <laughs> quilting and- <laughs> all these mm. all these fun things and i was asking a woman at the craft store um she was. I think she's also in her seventies. And I said, "What did they do before Pinterest? What did yes. they do before the oh internet?" And she said, "We talked to each other. I <laughs> called my friends' moms." And I think that is such a beautiful thing that you are bringing all the generations
1: together, what Angie. What did you do before Pinterest as <laughs> our or before cell phones? Yeah. Exactly. We talked to each other. But go ahead. I remember.
2: I remember looking fun. at encyclopedias <laughs> as a kid. I do remember life before internet. I'm just. I skated in right before and pay phones and things like that. I remember life. But uh, but yeah. Yeah, she said we spoke to each other. And uh-huh. We asked, you know, our our moms concept. and our and our grandmothers things. And they had like
1: quilting groups. And oh,
2: they definitely, yeah, and, they get together and Offer yeah. each other
1: advice and share wisdom. And I'm in quilting and groups. Okay, Are you?
3: <laughs> yes, I am. So, yeah. can I just throw off a little comment, really yes. quick, on quilting? So, it one of the best things I ever did. If you enjoy a particular sports team or you have a team that you're following, send your squares to the to the human resource department of that sports team. I said. We are Cubs fans From the word go I sent squares To the Chicago Cubs I got back 11 signatures (gasps) How cool What I mean it was fabulous How long ago Did you do that I did that In 19 About 10 15 years ago I didn't get Sammy Sosa I didn't get Mark Grace But I got 11 signatures And the friend That taught me that Had done it With the Broncos Ooh, And she had Gotten signatures And I thought What a great And it was I got it back Within two weeks And I tell you what I am more Cubs fan now than ever. I bet. of what Aww. Then I was so I was so afraid to sew on. Them. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> so but cute. It, it, it's it, so it, it's a great great project, and they were fabulous. And so, awesome. Oh, yeah. I love that. Awesome. Hey, See, I'm, learning from all generations. Yeah. Oh, I love
2: this.
1: <laughs> all right, have some good news for you, inspirational Eve, who's lost 150 pounds, and also Michelle Ron, inspirational <laughs> speaker. I wanted to start with something that I just thought was so stinking cute. First of all. Um, and Michelle, you and I skirted this issue and talked about it before that women need love and men need respect. Now we all need both, but men really want to be respected. Mm-hmm. And I give my husband pep talks all the time. Now he doesn't know it's a pep talk. <laughs> I'm just encouraging him or I send him a nice email. This wife makes it very obvious because she says to her husband during their pep talk, um, repeat after me. And he's like, I don't want you to videotape this because it's their little <laughs> mantra they do where she goes, you are a great guy. She, I'm a great guy. <laughs> you are so smart. I'm really smart. And so you have buns of steel. I have buns of steel. Mm. And so you'll hear her do that with him. But she has a surprise at the end that is so amazing. So listen okay. to the Aww. wife making the husband begrudgingly do their the pep, pep talk for the husband.
0: I don't want this recorded.
4: I, I, I am Gideon Tolman.
0: I am Gideon Tolman.
4: I am Gideon Tolman.
0: I am Gideon Tolman.
4: I am smart. I'm smart. I am handsome. I am handsome. and I am talented. and I can do any job in the whole wide world
5: And I can do any job in the whole
6: wide world? and
7: I have buns of
4: steel Say it. Go on, say it.
6: (laughs) I have buns of steel.
4: (laughs) And someday
6: And someday
4: Someday I'm gonna be the best dad.
5: Someday I'm gonna be the best dad. No really. No really.
4: I'm gonna be the best dad someday.
5: I'm gonna be the best dad
4: someday No really. No really. I'm gonna be the best dad someday.
5: I'm going to be the best dad's.
4: Like in nine months.
5: Are
7: you serious?
4: Look! Oh my gosh! Oh
3: my gosh! (laughs) He didn't get it? Oh my gosh, honey! Oh Oh my gosh! Holy cow! Sweet. Holy cow. Oh <laughs> huh? no, really. No, really. I love it. Yeah, no, really. No, really. No, really. No, really. I'm no, going really. to be great
4: right No, <laughs> really. I know. that was not catching on. Right.
1: That's one way to get some good news. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Yeah. But I give my husband a pep talk, not that obviously, but I'll just say things like, you know, I'm just so proud of you. You No one works harder than you do. If you ever, you know, stop doing this startup, I would love to have you like run my company because I do a couple of shows and I'd love to do more podcasts and stuff on YouTube. But I need someone to help me. And I I couldn't think of someone that I would want more as an employee than than him. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just tell him I'm so proud of him for working so hard for our family or whatever. So he doesn't know I'm giving him a pep talk per se, but he loves. That he eats it up like it's a chocolate bar with chocolate syrup and
2: marshmallows.
1: <laughs> like, he loves it. He we loves all
2: to
3: be complimented. need to be told that. We all yeah. need to be known. We need to be feel
2: appreciated and loved. Mm-hmm. I knew that with my fiance. I've, I've, in the studying I've done of masculine and feminine energy, we have to feel appreciated and wanted, and that there's a place for us at the table. And I think it's easy in relationships to getting the mundane of every day and
1: well there's a bible study that i can't remember which one it was i don't know if it was a beth Moore or what it was but i took with some girlfriends and it was specifically about women need love men need respect and i'm not saying that we don't need both Mm -hmm. we both need both but when we we, even in church one day not so long ago they had men raise their hand about how many men you know crave respect and all these men raised their Mm. hands and how many women you know crave love and all these hands went up and I just think that it's something we forget as women, especially in a society where I feel like many T V shows bash men and bring them down a notch or the dad is the butt of a joke or he's the idiot in the family that we we can't lose that. Men need that. They can't they don't want to be the butt of the joke in our mm-hmm. relationships. And also
3: I think the longer you're married, the more that you assume that he knows that yes and so we don't say it and so like in the newly marrieds and in yeah. that boy i mean you're doing things all the time oh and my gosh you're, you're, you're so in love. Yeah, well yeah, yeah exactly you're so in love and the love changes because yes bob can finish my sentences i can finish him his and i know that what we're thinking and so we tend not to say say it and um i just think the the more the longer we're married, the more we need to say it. Well, didn't oh, he, like, reminder.
1: figure out oh. in your marriage that you needed to hug? Uh, or you he didn't, need-
3: didn't figure it out. I <laughs> Well, yes, in the first seven years of marriage, he came from a family that did not hug. I came from a family where they hugged everybody on the street, and uh, we both grew up in very different ways. And finally, um, I... I just assumed that he knew when i needed a hug and he did say and to me
1: i just want to say yeah. side note yeah. men cannot read our minds they can't i know it's They're so shocking to us amazing but isn't
3: so finally it after seven years <laughs> my you said friends can my girlfriends can, <laughs> exactly. yes we get it he finally you said you have to tell me when you need a hug and that was just so light bulbish to me really? because I seven I, years seven years literally mm. yeah and we're 47 years now so I mean it's yeah. it, it is, 40
1: years of telling him to hug <laughs> you
3: yeah. I don't have to tell him anymore I don't Aww. have to tell him anymore he's so programmed yeah. but he so didn't you know he grew up in a family that didn't hold hands out in public I mean we good grief I mean, oh that it was, it was my thing we
2: hold hands and that was a very similar situation okay. with my fiance yeah they 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 loved each other but oh they, absolutely they weren't right. affectionate absolutely. where us it's like we kissed on the lips even mm-hmm. it was just like we loved love each other Mm -hmm. and that was a big thing for us too it's Mm -hmm. like well why don't you hug me like Mm -hmm. why why don't we hold hands in public that was a big thing for me holding hands in public i've always wanted a boyfriend to hold my hand and you won't and he oh he just didn't know he just didn't think of it and there's
3: the clue he -hmm. didn't know and that's exactly right and that's what we're teaching our children Mm -hmm. as they're watching us do you love daddy? Sure, I do. And uh, you, you know, we're walking down the street hand in hand. I love those pictures of older couples who are holding hands and they're walking right down oh the street. You it. know, my I aunt too. and
1: uncle. I don't know if she's listening today. My aunt Della. Um, she and my uncle Erland, they were married for over 50 years, and mm-hmm. they would sit staring at the lake in their little, you know, those metal folding chairs. Oh you know, yeah, they have yes. the mesh <laughs> <the> inner. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I get two of those good. chairs out and sit them in the backyard, and they would just hold hands and stare at the lake. And I'm like, It's oh. been like an hour. What are they doing? Mm-hmm. And they just they don't were have to say each anything, other. right? Wow, right. I just, they were just such a neat couple to watch. Their love was just so. I don't know, like second nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just the way they were, and they met as teenagers, and they'd been married all those years. It was really neat. Wow. And I didn't grow up in a family where they, my mm-hmm. parents had that kind of love and affection for each other at all. It was very violent and you know, domestic violence, and so I didn't see, I don't remember them ever holding hands. But you uh, have changed
3: that legacy, oh, honey. Oh, I know. You have changed well, and that.
1: Th- the, with the kids watching us, mm-hmm. um, I said to Mark not long ago, you know, Riley's learning from you how to treat women, and he started opening my car door, and now Riley's oh. opening my car door. <laughs> And carrying Cute. things like mommy's not carrying the swimming bag, you know. Like you're gonna get mommy's not. And Riley goes, yeah, mommy's not her sherpa. Just sherpa. Right. said that, you know, mommy's not her sherpa. I'm not the mule of the <laughs> family. Yeah, sweet. and so um, Riley's really watching him because I they let are. Mark know. How you treat me is how he's going to treat his future wife mm-hmm. and girlfriend. And so, you know, you've got to really be uh, cognizant of that,
3: you mm-hmm. know? Very much so. Yeah. Good. Well, I've got more good
1: news. And since yeah, uh, yeah. Michelle Ron is a teacher, how many years were you in the classroom? Oh,
3: gosh. Uh, t- uh, 29, 29, 28, 20, 30, so, something oh. like that. So, <laughs> memory goes too, but it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I
1: call it Newsheimers. Newsheimers. You know, the, I, love, the, it. Yeah. News news-heimers, I really love it. All the news stories in my head. Oh, my goodness. All the stories over the years, they all run together. You bet. Okay, so um, we we like this story because, Michelle, you know, we've talked about, you know, when there's a kid in class and you know the home situation. You know maybe this kid is coming without brushing his teeth or Mm -hmm. in dirty clothes or the same outfit all week. And then other kids might make fun of him or or parents might come and say, you know that Bobby, he, you know, it's a problem again. And you know Bobby's backstory. And it's a tough situation. Or like when I send extra money for field trips, um, I... I just read a story recently where a whole bunch of kids had to stay home from a carnival like hundred and fifty kids out of a thousand kids school because they didn't pay for the carnival fee and they had to sit crying like in the gym or something I thought oh, it was so cruel in this day and age they do that and it happened at my kids school on um, the last school they were in they had frozen yogurt day for the kids who raised the most money for a charity oh, well my kids no. it was a lot you know we didn't raise that much it was a lot of money and if you just have to give it yourselves and it, uh, w- it was a wealthy school so a lot of parents did all those kids got a frozen yogurt party on the playground, and then all of the other kids, including mine, had to not watch good. them eat it. Not I thought that was good. so like cruel, and it was a lot of money they had to raise. So anyway, this teacher, I love that she made – it's just a little bullying incident that could have just been brushed off, but she took it very seriously, and she had such empathy for this child. Take a listen.
8: Students and staff members can kind of just write – positive things to each other Tori Nelson spends her days here at Winlock Elementary teaching nine-year-olds like Matthew Finney he's
9: a pretty shy guy who who can um, be pretty sensitive and so it was a pretty it was a pretty good day
8: on Monday the lesson miss Hong went well above Matthew's reading level Monday was about the ABC's of life I was just TRYING TO HELP THIS KID OUT. Miss NELSON SAYS SHE FOUND Matthew OUTSIDE HER CLASSROOM CRYING, AFRAID TO COME INSIDE BECAUSE ANOTHER STUDENT WAS MAKING FUN OF HIS NEW BUZZ CUT, POINTING OUT THE TINY SCAR ON HIS SCALP.
6: HE DIDN'T REALLY SAY ANYTHING. HE JUST STARTED LAUGHING. I WAS AFRAID THAT PEOPLE WERE GOING TO LAUGH AT ME LIKE THAT ONE KID DID.
8: WHATEVER THE ONE WITH THE RIGHT ANSWERS, Miss NELSON KNEW JUST WHAT TO DO. WHAT IF I LET YOU CUT MY HAIR AFTER
9: LUNCH? Mm-hmm. HE'S LIKE, REALLY? Like, yeah, you can cut my hair after lunch, and then I'll look like you. And if if mm. that guy makes fun of you again, then he's making fun of me, too.
1: And I have to tell you, I she does. And the boy is so touched, and oh. she gets a buzz cut. And it's kind of extreme. Really? But I just think, wow, wouldn't you want your kid to have a teacher like that? Oh, can I tell you? My son, the other day, they had an auction at school. They earned money in third grade. There was a bunch of there were a bunch of dolls from the teacher in her childhood. Mm-hmm. She's only in her twenties, like you, Eve. And her mom said they're two dolls. I don't want you to give away. They're kind of special. Well, as they were bidding, one of the girls didn't have enough money, and so my son turned to her and said, "Well, I wanted to get the doll for my sister, but I'll give." You, said since we don't have enough, I'll give you enough to get it. Mm-hmm. So oh. you know what the teacher did? She went in the cupboard. She said, "I couldn't help myself. I took out one of the special dolls." She said, "I gave it to your son because I couldn't believe mm. that he was helping." Helping someone else buy something he wanted and giving his money away. And oh, he has that in his incredible. room yeah. on, next to his scary monster bank mm-hmm. and his TPs and his Legos. He has this beautiful porcelain doll that his teacher oh, gave him.
2: Oh, how sweet.
1: And he oh. told Hope, you can have it, Hope, on your birthday. But then when I grow up, I want it back so I can give it to my daughter. <laughs> how sweet. Isn't that so it sweet? Is. It's pretty incredible. Oh. Michelle, Ron, your website. Mich- You're a speaker. Mich- you speak all Ron over Ron the place. MichelleARon.com. Hmm. Inspirational Eve. You lost 150 pounds you help others?
2: Yes, it's simple. Inspirationaleve.com, or you can email me at inspirationaleve at gmail.com.
1: Excellent. And I would love it if you're a business, if you'd like to support the good news, I would love sponsors to help me keep the show on the air. And I help you grow your business. You help me and support me on the good news. Thanks for listening.
7: The Love of Christ Lives on 810-KLVZ.
5: Walt Wilson from Private Pension Design talks about partnering with Angie Austin. Well, my experience over the last six months has been just a positive effect on my life, and I've enjoyed working with Angie and the staff. I would do this even if I didn't get customers off the show, but I have gotten clients off the show. But it's just neat to see somebody in this media talking about things that happen that are good in, in the world and it can encourage us. I have received phone calls from clients wanting to know more about what I do. I've had people come to my seminars that we've been uh, advertising on. It's been a positive relationship for me. It's just been a great, great environment for me to be involved in it. I'm an older person and uh, I've been around the world just to see the enthusiasm that this particular station has. It's just great. I love it. I endorse the good news 100%. If you want to find out more about partnering with the good news and Angie Austin, call Mike Trim at 303-481-1800. That's 303-481-1800.
1: Do you need money for your school or maybe you need money for your organization? I have a great idea for you. It's called Buck a Bag. So you get all the parents, let's say, at your school to bring in clothing and shoes. And for every medium-sized bag, your school or organization gets a dollar. A thousand bags of clothing and shoes, you get a $1,000. And then all of those bags of goods go to ARC. And all of that money will then in turn help the disabled community. I have Miranda from ARC here. Uh, Tell us a little more, Miranda.
9: Yes, it's a wonderful fundraiser. It's very popular among schools, sports, organizations. churches. It's a great way to earn money for your nonprofit organization. So collect bags and boxes of donations. Give us a call. We'll come pick them up, count
10: them, and then pay you accordingly, a dollar per bag or per box. It's
1: a great way to raise money for your school or not-for-profit organization. Tell us how we do it. Give us your website and instructions, Miranda. You
4: can find our contact information on arkthrift.org. Click on mission and then click on raise money for your cause and you'll find my contact information there.
1: Excellent. A buck a bag. Do you ever feel like you're just searching for a church and you just can't find the right one? Well, I must have looked for about 10 years. I have to tell you, I've never been so excited to go to church. I feel that Pastor John Moreland, my pastor, that's you, John, um, has a real gift for teaching, and there's so much love in that church, and I've never felt more welcome. And I have to tell you, Pastor Moreland, I just, I I love going to church now. I learn something every week, and I I just feel so blessed by you. It makes me cry.
6: Well, I'm humbled to hear you say that. Denver Christian Bible Church is about two things. One, we want to make genuine connections with people, and two, we want to genuinely connect those people to Jesus.
1: Thursday night we connect you can go to dinner you get to know people and then on Sundays I just feel like it's a time of getting together and learning and I feel I'm always hugged I've never been hugged so many times in my life by people who are really happy to see me there and so I feel like I'm growing but I also feel like I have a support system at Denver Christian Bible Church so if people would like to come how do they reach you Pastor Morland please go to our website
6: you can download our sermons for free and find out where we are denverbible.org
5: 810-KLVZ. Listen online and check out showtimes at klvz.com. Welcome back to the good news. Hey, it's producer Moose sitting in the driver chair again. Angie lets me do it every now and then. I, I love uh, you know being on radio with all you friends and on with Angie, but I love it when she lets me out of my cage and lets me hang out with some great friends by myself. I have good old Dr. Joe in studio. Hi, Dr. Joe. Hey, hey. Hello, hello. And we have a super special guest, my own sister, Little a moose, moose at ling No, we didn't grow up in the same pod. Yeah, we did, but she's not a moose. Hi, Rachel. Hi. Can you get your microphone? There you go. Say hi. I'm gonna see hi. your sister beat down on, on <laughs> Sister beat down. Did you? Are you breaking my studio here? What I do. Oh, geez. You're not welcome back. I'm sorry. Hey. All right, well, I have my sister, Rachel, and Dr. Joe here. And uh, Dr. Joe, before we get more into it, you have a great event coming up in a in a couple weeks, right?
7: Yeah, it is June 13th and we're so excited about it. It's called Holy Hormone, Holy Hormones, like Holy Hormones Batman, and uh, it's all about, listen, you know, menopause and hot flashes and even with men having low testosterone levels and just the whole stress that hormones out of balance can create. We're, uh, You know, we're going to tackle this issue. It's going to be Saturday, June 13th at 930 at our office, and for the first 10 callers, you can get free tickets. All you got to do is call 303 349 6011 or text and say, hey, I want those tickets, and we'll get you plugged in.
5: Awesome. Do they have yep. to mention the show saying, Hey, I heard you on Angie to get those 10?
7: Let's, they have to say, Mr. Moose sent me. Let's <laughs> say that. Mr. Moose is my Mr. father, Moose please. Mr. Moose sent me. Yeah, but no, but it really it's gonna be a fun event and it's gonna tackle the whole hormone issue about menopause, about hot flashes, again, testosterone levels, how to lose weight. Your scales, you know, your scale's not broken. It's telling you something. How do we get that moving in the right direction? Because in America, it seems like we're the only country that has all these issues with hormones and weight loss resistance and low testosterone. And and, and, and hot flashes and menopause and things like that, it doesn't have to be that crazy. Right. So Holy Hormones, Saturday, June 13th at
5: 9.30. Awesome. And um, what, what can we expect as a walk away from this?
7: You're going to learn exactly the five things you need to be doing on a daily basis to get your hormones back in balance, lose weight, and, and de-stress your life, really. I mean, you could see your ho- you could see your hot flashes decrease. You could see your waistline decrease. You could see things becoming the balance. And have a plan that actually is going to work. That's the that's the takeaway.
5: Awesome. And my sister is here in the studio, and not just because you know she's my sister and I love her, but uh, I also preach the word the the awesomeness of Dr. Joe. <laughs> and uh, you go and see Dr. Joe, right? I do. And uh, you take along a little buddy with you. And you don't just go by yourself.
9: My 12-year-old son.
5: And. Uh, ha- like, I told you all about Dr. Joe, and you believed me for one time in your life. <laughs> that it was a great thing. Tell us a little bit about your experience of going to see Dr. Joe.
9: Uh, Dr. Joe has saved my job. Um, I was afraid I was going to have to look for a new job this year. I was in so much pain. I'm a medical massage therapist at a local hospital, um, and I'm hunched over. It's really hard to have proper body mechanics doing what I do, and I just thought, this is going to be it. This is my last year. Five years, I'll be done. And... um, after my first adjustment, I felt like a whole new person, and I've been going for, what is it, May? Five-ish yeah. months now, yeah. and I don't want to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel great. I have my life back. Um, it, that was a, a big step in the right direction for me. So.
5: And why do you take Jordan with you?
9: I take Jordan with me because... Why not? Uh, he, he. I mean, anytime, I guess, is a good time for kids to start getting adjusted. Your kids get adjusted, too.
5: Yep. Toby and Selah both go and, yeah, and need to so get up there this week.
9: Jordan's starting to hit puberty, and so I want him to, you know, avoid the the teenage boy head slump and start walking properly and
7: just, you know, feel good, too.
9: Yeah.
5: Walking properly like he doesn't go left foot, right foot, left foot.
9: Well, he, you know, sort of <laughs> stumbles. He has big feet, and he's a little guy. So anyway. Well,
7: and, the, and the problem is, is that so many children struggle in school with with either focus or just issues of of growing up. Uh, some of the children focus with have have problems with their health, and we're like, oh, it's just a phase. But you know, we find that when we can take children and and get them on the right path and 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 love on them and help them get healthy and get their posture corrected and prevent scoliosis and literally everything begins to work better. You know, we talk mm-hmm. about we talk with the kids that the spine's like a garden hose that feeds the garden, the gardens the body, and if scoliosis or forward head posture kick, you know, it's like kink in the hose. And that can affect grades, sleep, mood, appetite, ability to focus and concentrate. And when we see these kids and we start to help work with their posture and see them stand up straight and correct their spines, all those things begin to go away. And so it's like, if you have a child and they're healthy, let's keep them healthy. If right. you have a child and they're struggling, then let's get them healthy and keep them healthy. So that's why you see, I mean, we probably have one of the largest pediatric practices in the state and these kids aren't walking in with back pain. Their parents say, if you, if you start him or her now, Well, do they have to get what I have? I'm like, no, let's, let's get them healthy. And they love it. And it's fun.
5: Awesome. And so you said you have a bunch of kids that come in. Yes. How many on average, like what's your percentage of, uh, minors that come in and see you?
7: As far as our practice, I'd say 40% of our practice is under the age of 15
5: awesome yeah well well, you work with some awesome kids and we have some stories with some awesome kids and these awesome kids do great things all across the nation we have this one story that's gone super viral yesterday little Josiah went to have lunch with his mother and he um, crossed the path of an interesting man that you had a lot of questions
0: that ask about let's go ahead and hear a little bit about Josiah's story it's the story of five-year-old Josiah Duncan and his mom, Ava Falk.
10: There was a man standing inside that was real dirty and had his back.
0: Josiah was so troubled by the man's appearance, he peppered his mom with questions and more questions. Oh,
10: And I said, well, because he's homeless, and Josiah said, well, what does that mean? And I said, that means he doesn't have a house.
0: And apparently not a friend to lean on.
6: He doesn't have no food.
0: Josiah felt the urge to do something. He insisted on his mom buying the stranger a good meal. She obliged.
10: Somebody came in and, sat down and nobody really waited on him. He just kind of sat there and Josiah jumped up and asked him if he needed a menu because he couldn't order without one. said, so, well, can I have bacon? I said, you have as much bacon on your hamburger as you want.
0: But before the man could take the first bite, Josiah insisted on something else.
10: I wanted to say the
6: blessing with him.
0: And Josiah did publicly, with 11 other customers watching, Josiah sang it as loud as his little voice could muster.
6: Thank you for our blessings.
10: Thank you for our blessings. Um, And that man just cried, and everybody else in Waffle House was crying.
0: The man ate his meal and went on his way. He left with a full stomach while Ava left with a full heart.
10: I wasn't judging him.
0: Topped off with what she considers a touch of divine wisdom.
10: That You never know who is an angel on earth, and then when the opportunity comes at you, you never should walk away from it.
0: A little boy saw a need
6: oh, man.
0: and met it face to oh, face. What a
5: what a great story. I mean, you don't get much information on what happens at home, but you get that this kid grows up in an awesome, healthy home to have something like that happen at a, a restaurant just
7: randomly. And, and, and that's the spirit that, that God has put in each of us. And somehow the longer we're on this planet, that, that light kind of begins to go out. Mm-hmm. And so I that, that's exactly why we need kids to be healthy and stay healthy so they turn into healthy teenagers and healthy adults. And we can begin seeing and listening to God's voice saying, you know, take care of that guy. You know, he could be an angel or, you know, however that works. So that, that's, that's why we love children and, and being healthy and reaching out like that and just doing it. Because sometimes we want to try to control the outcome. Well, if I do, just do it. Just just love somebody for the sake of loving them, and let God take care of the rest.
5: Right, because Jesus calls us to love the widows and the downtrodden and the homeless. And this boy, without even knowing that scripture, he, yeah, he did so it so
7: natural. It's like, well, of course I would. What's what you know, mom? You gotta do this. Yeah.
5: And there's, there's times when I see stories like this, and like, man, I hope that I'm loving my kids and doing the right thing to where they can do that. Or like, I want to be able to show them mm-hmm. how to do that. So that's a, a memory that, that they have and can yeah. move forward and teach on, be that light wherever they are. And speaking of being a light, there is a little girl whose house burned down and she had an idea of uh, how to get it back by starting a lemonade stand. And you know, you do a lemonade stand, you might you might break even if you have a good day, but through a, a help of a local radio show, not this one, but you know the power of radio does help out, she um, got something quite unexpected.
8: <laughs>
6: My was so
8: overwhelmed. In her wildest dreams, Alyssa De La Sala never imagined this. A crowd so large at her Lutz Lemonade stand, officers had to direct traffic. It's amazing. THE REACTION FROM THE COMMUNITY AFTER ALYSSA READ THIS LETTER ON THE Kane SHOW. WE'RE MAKING STRAWBERRY AND REGULAR LEMONADE. A PLEA FOR HELP TO REBUILD HER HOME. THE RADIO SHOW ASKING US TO SPREAD THE WORD ABOUT THE DELLA SALA'S PLIGHT. A FIRE NOT ONLY DESTROYED THEIR HOME TWO YEARS AGO, BUT THE FAMILY SAYS A BUILDER NEVER COMPLETED THE WORK, LEAVING THEM TO PICK UP THE PIECES. Alyssa, heartbroken, seeing her parents suffer. You know, she took it upon herself to just want to do something to help mommy and daddy. And,
9: you know, she never, I don't think, expected it to be anything like this
5: either. Wow, I mean, just, I mean, having that, that pressure kind of as a kid, thinking, like, you see how your parents go through these trials, but, I mean, n- not wanting to put the pressure on your kids, they see that something is going on. And for that kid just to, you know, join the pity party is one thing, but on the other hand, saying, hey, I want to do something to help out is completely different.
7: You know, that's just the powerful thing of children is is sometimes I think we overthink it. Yes. And she's like, There's you know, there's a problem, okay, let's let's fix this. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a lemonade stand. And and sometimes we as parents we really have to be careful not to shut our kids down because, right. <laughs> you know, well, don't do that. That's not logical. That's not, well, that's that's not going to work because versus like, hey, go for it. See what happens. If it crashes and burns, great. But if it succeeds and God blesses it like this issue here, then it, it may, it's just an amazing thing to see these kids step out in faith and just do things.
5: Because I can remember the, eye, the sound of the eye roll when I told my dad,
7: Daddy, I want to be a radio guy. Yeah. It's
5: like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, okay. have fun paying the bills with that. Oh. But, you know, God's blessed me with this wonderful program and the, the wonderful power of radio changing lives and telling great uh, testimonies and changing lives by hooking up people with you, Dr. Joe. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to have a business or an organization, you want to partner with Angie Austin and the good news, send us an email at at gmail.com and see how we can partner up with you. But uh, as this radio station partnered up with this little girl, she had a great success in trying to uh, help her parents rebuild their home.
8: HER LEMONADE STAND, SHE SET UP WITH HER BROTHER DAMON, ALSO FEATURING HOME BAKED GOODS, BROUGHT PEOPLE FROM AS FAR AWAY AS HERNANDO COUNTY. PEOPLE'S GENEROSITY, BOUNTIFUL. ONE GIVING AS MUCH AS 500, TO ANOTHER GIVING A THOUSAND DOLLARS FOR A CUP OF LEMONADE.
7: IT'S ANYTHING uh, BEYOND WHAT I THOUGHT WOULD HAPPEN.
8: NOT ONLY DID EVEN STRANGERS GIVE, THE FIRST RESPONDERS TO THE FIRE SHOWED UP IN SUPPORT, AND DEPUTIES REACHED OUT TO BUSINESSES. COUNTLESS CAME THROUGH. SO my- boxes and boxes of supplies we knew we had a good community but when you just see everyone here it's it's really overwhelming all this because of one little girl whose motto when life gives you lemons make lemonade really may have saved her family We're, we're very proud of her
6: thank you for your support everything counts and helps us get home
5: wow I mean just that the little girl having just the heart of generosity the heart of thankfulness to help rebuild her house. I mean, she has no, in her little mind and heart saying, she doesn't think, okay, how am I going to pay the mortgage bill today? Mm-hmm. But she just is so grateful. And to have that generosity is something that, you know, with Jordan, Rachel, would you ever expect something like that? Or, I mean, what what would be your hopes that something like that might happen? Do you ever think about something like that?
9: Yeah, he actually has a great heart for people. Um, he, he was just born with a huge sense of compassion and sensitivity. We would drive by on the way to church several times when he was smaller, and there would be a homeless guy on the side of the highway, and there were a couple times where he said, Mom, can we go back around through McDonald's and bring him some hamburgers? Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy was holding a sign that said, you know, I'm a vet. And we would do that, and we would go, ba- you know, be 15 minutes late to church, but mm-hmm. we'd go back around and get, you know, 10 hamburgers because it used to be like, 10 for 10 dollars or something like that right. anyway we get him a bag of hamburgers and bring him back around and i gave the, the bag to jordan and he'd roll down the window and said my daddy was a vet too so mm. here's some food uh. for you just warmed my heart mm-hmm. every time and he still sees that hey mom sometime when we're not running late <laughs> can we go back and do it again and he's almost 13 he still has that compassionate heart
5: mm-hmm. well that's wonderful we work with uh, great people at the denver rescue mission and uh, we have their stories come in here all the time and just the the little things that they tell about you know somebody giving them hamburgers and they're absolutely on their the end of thinking i might die tonight because i haven't eaten in a week or such like that it's just compassion through people like you and with jordan just being that light and there's a, a family that has a a story that you know just home is where the heart is and it just uh you know kids doing great things and then it spawns into great things by family
11: with her ninth birthday approaching mandy simon wasn't thinking about presents she was thinking about raising money for other kids.
6: How else can I help? How else can I really make a difference? And so I thought that I was like, well, this might be a great way.
11: Influenced by the tornadoes that had just hit North Minneapolis, she was full of ideas.
10: And she was real specific on how she wanted to raise money and what she wanted to do.
11: Before long, Mandy was turning her birthday party into a backpack drive and the Simons were creating a non based on their name, Simon Says Give. Last year, they gave out 1,000 backpacks, divided by age groups and filled with school supplies.
9: We found a way to purchase Crayola crayons cheaper than we could by purchasing them from Crayola crayons.
11: This year, they have a goal of 10,000 backpacks and WCCO to help. This is
5: Mandy, founder of Simon Says Give.
11: Now, as Mandy approaches her 11th birthday, the mission has grown beyond backpacks to birthday parties. 300 birthday parties.
6: Well, I just kind of thought every kid at least deserves a couple hours or a day to celebrate themselves.
11: But all those backpacks and birthday parties wouldn't have happened without that first conversation.
6: Yeah, I'm just kind of really grateful that my mom actually took the time to sit down and really, like, listen to me and was like, yeah, let's see how I can help.
5: Kids are changing the world one backpack at a time, one cheeseburger at a time, and one cup of lemonade at a time. It's just amazing. The power of kids. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen.
7: Yep, yep, yep. And that's why we all need to get so healthy and strong that we all become kids again.
5: And Dr. Joe, how can people get a hold of you?
7: They, it's real easy. They can just uh, go to spinegeek.com and contact us there, or the hot Holy on Hotline is 303-349-6011. Again, 303-349-6011. First 10 toller- callers get free tickets.
5: Wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Joe. Thank you, Rachel, and thank you for listening to the good news. We'll be right back. You're listening to KLVZ and KLVZ HD, Brighton, Denver, and online at klvz.com.
6: This is a good place. I really like it.
5: This is Eric. He's an ambassador with Arc Thrift Stores. Yeah, I
6: started at the brick break and sorting the different brick break stuff also. Then I went to the showcase and then I got hired to be a cashier.
5: He knows that with hard work and dedication that he will advance in the workplace because
6: he also knows. They trust you to do a good job.
5: And he loves where he works. I'm
6: the opening cashier, so I'm there from 8 a.m. to 4.30 and I have to make sure the registers are ready to go. The right tags are on the computer so we could get the right discounts under and make sure there's enough bags
5: support ambassadors like eric and the differently abled people in your community by shopping at arc thrift stores
6: it's a very good place it's everybody's real positive and it feels good to be around that
5: arc needs your donations of gently used clothing and household items to find the most convenient donation station donation box or arc thrift store location go to arcthrift.com that's thrift.com. yeah
6: overall i'm very happy and thankful like i said about arc
1: Well, if you want to attain your dreams and you want to reach your goals, Carrie Conley is the woman to do it. And we just had a great seminar, boy, that was fun and we learned so much. we It was a life changer, was it not? It changed my life last year and once again this year. Very inspirational. It's such a
12: reward for me, Angie, when I see people, not only when I work with them one on one or in my small mastermind groups, but when you've got 200 people in a room and you can see them, I can see all their faces when I say something or somebody else says something where you can just know that that hit them to the core and they made a huge shift in their life. And that's what it's all about. Well,
1: you've really guided me in my career, achieving some of the goals that, you know, I had in mind over the last year. You helped me write it all down. If people want to work with you in the future, how do they get in touch with you and how do they work with you on achieving their goals? Right.
12: So the best way to reach me is just through my website, InfiniteNation.com. And what I do is run mastermind groups that I bring people into for the year and help them achieve their goals, build their business. InfiniteNation.com.
1: Thanks, Carrie.
7: Thank you. Hey there, this is Dr. Joe Arve, your Maximized Living Doctor. And I just want to say thank you so much to Angie Austin. We've spent the last year together really getting Denver healthy and strong. And we just had an amazing cancer killer event where we had over 150 people show up. We had just record time helping people get better, get stronger. And it was just thanks to Angie for a lot of things she put in, she gave her testimony. And so as a business owner, as a doctor, as a man on a mission, I just wanna thank Angie Austin and the good news for just being there. And if you are a business partner and you're looking for a way to partner with Angie to really help get your message out, to increase your business, I really ask you to contact her, talk with her, meet with her, and see if it's a good fit because, boy, I am sure glad I did. So, again, this is Dr. Joe Arvey encouraging you to give Angie Austin a call, work with her in the good news so that you can bring the good news to your clients. If you're interested in growing your business and working with Angie, you can contact me at SpineGeek.com or contact Angie herself at AngieAustinNews at gmail.com. That's AngieAustinNews at gmail.com.
5: We know that God loves us, and he gave his son for us. This is where love lives. 810-KLVZ. Welcome back to the good news. Well, it's still the good news with Angie Austin, but hey, it's producer Moose here. Uh, sitting in the driving chair, it's nice to sit in this chair. It's a little more comfortable than the one I get to sit in. But I have some lovely friends with uh, me in the studio. I have Miss Carrie Conley, co-founder of Infinite Nation. Hi, Carrie.
12: Good morning, Moose. How are you?
5: Doing all right. And yourself? Doing Fabulous! You've been all over the world and back again—Mexico and Arizona <laughs> and here and
12: yes, Southwest Airlines loves me.
5: Are you on first name basis <laughs> yes. with a
12: Almost, I'm that close to becoming an A-lister.
5: Well, then you just got to you know bring them cookies for Christmas. You know what?
12: Seriously, they owe me a lot. <laughs> oh, <okay.
5: laughs> Awesome. Well, you, have, you brought a friend with us uh, today to talk about it, so why don't you introduce your friend to us?
12: Yes. Yeah, so as most of you know, I am a vision coach, and I coach entrepreneurs who are in the phases of growing their business on many different levels. And who is with me today is Amy Donnelly, who I met um, because I spoke at a church event about a year ago and Amy's company is Beauty Out of Ashes Life Coaching. Beauty from Ashes. Beauty from, I knew I was going (laughs) to throw in my own words. It's, 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 you know, rendition of that. (laughs) Yeah, so thanks for being here with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you guys want to, you want to tell these guys a little bit about what you do, what you
4: focus on. Absolutely. So um, I love to empower women who are going through the painful process of divorce. I went through I uh, divorced myself a few years ago and worked very hard at my healing journey and just felt a major calling on my life to help women through that themselves, to help them find their new life and feel empowered and feel strong.
12: Right. You know, when you and I first met, I Amy, mean, you were so transparent with me about your life and what you've been through yes. and your passion so shown through in that. yes. And I know that this is your heart and you want to help these women and you've started doing that in small groups, right? Yes, absolutely. Tell me a little bit about that.
4: So I started uh, my own, basically my own program. I wrote a nine-week curriculum uh, series that focuses on individual individual women. Um, And I started it through Jubilee Fellowship Church. They have been very supportive and I have six women in this group. Um, They all have different stories, all have different backgrounds, um, but they are just rock stars. Um, they're focus- but focusing on themselves and bettering themselves, and really, I mean, really, it is um, finding the beauty from the ashes. Right. You know,
12: when you and I also met, you had such a passion, but you didn't know how to start this as a business.
4: (laughs) No, I didn't.
12: (laughs) And you made the bold decision to join my top six mastermind group for the year. Yes. uh, Last September. I did. And so tell these guys a little bit about what that's done for you and your business.
4: You know, I come from a teaching background and a ministry background, and I have no... Business, really in business. <laughs> um, it's I think not- a lot
5: of people in business don't have any <laughs> business,
4: <in> business. <laughs> That is exactly right. Yes, it's a brand new world for me, and um, so I I came to Carrie and I asked her after I saw her do her thing on on vision, and I I just said, can this can this even be a reality? Because right now it's just floating in my head. Can this even become something? And and she said, absolutely, it can. And um,
5: what was the point where it became real, where you decided it can be something more than just in your head?
4: um actually starting carrie's group and putting down ideas to paper yes i've
5: heard that Uh that's one of you know her magicness to put that on paper
12: yes it's amazing
4: yes it really is amazing and making it official with the state you know and that sort Um, of thing yeah legal stuff (laughs) the business card always helps too you know um just little pieces like that have been coming together and um i mean i i couldn't see how this would all work with Mm. i I wouldn't be here without Carrie, literally, because um, she's taken us through topics of, um, you know, finding, describing, really your ideal client. Um, mm-hmm. How do you connect with them? Um, what is networking like? What does, um, you know, finding different ways to kind of use your story in your sales process, which really works with me, right, right. <laughs> um, and just different ways. That have really opened up the doors for me to understand. Okay, this is how we do it, and it's not as hard as I think. Right. Um, so what, she's. What's gonna, your
5: next your next goal? Like, is there a, a goal you want to achieve this year? What's the hope and dream?
4: You know, I would love to uh, um, continue on with more support groups. Get more churches involved. Um, a lot of people go to a church because they, you know, they typically offer a lot of support groups mm-hmm. for divorce, um, whether they're part of that faith or not. Um, and i would love to get more churches involved in this Um, i would love to be able to um, really develop my curriculum for um, more than one audience Um, so more of a secular audience as well um, as opposed to a a religious audience Um, and i would love to be able to work just with individuals and um, someday publish my own curriculum
5: awesome Well, the people who might need your services how can they get a hold of you
4: They can contact me through my cell phone or my email address, and I'm happy to give those them. So my cell is 303-995-3483, and my email address is adbeautyfromashes at gmail.com.
12: Amy, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, it's you my pleasure. You are a beautiful person and you're helping a lot of people. Thank
4: you so much, Carrie. And
5: if you have a business and want to, to develop that more, Carrie Conley is your gal. Carrie, how can they get a hold of you?
12: best way is through my email or on my website, infinitenation.com.
5: infinitenation.com. And if you have any questions about any of the people we have on the show, feel free to email me and Angie at angieawsonnews at gmail.com. Thanks, ladies, for coming thank in.
2: Thank you, Moose. Thank you.